We need to start with the Trinity. God is one, but he's three. Continually pouring himself out, pouring himself into himself. His whole life is grace, abundance, gift. that God makes man in his image. Like God, he is creative. Like God, he has the power of intelligence and reason. In his very being, he is abundant, he overflows. And like God, his nature is to pour himself out in love, to give himself away to another. So God made man, male and female. He made them. In their very nature, made for another. get really interesting. As an individual, man is pointed outside himself. But this partnership of marriage, it too is to pour itself out. It is pointed outside itself. It's made for others. You should see a pattern emerging. find a family like that in the Bible? Well, there's one. I mean, think about the Holy Family. The angel Gabriel comes to Mary, explains God's plan for the life of the world, and it's a mystery, but she says, let it be. She says, yes. And, you know, Joseph, too. Angel comes to him, and he says yes. He could have divorced her. He was within his contractual rights, but he says yes, even though it's it's a mystery. By saying yes, they agree to participate in God's plan. God so loved the world that he gave. Why? When we say yes to marriage, we are saying yes to the life of the world because we're saying yes to children, and yes to family, and yes to the person we're marrying. It's all linked. Like Mary and Joseph, we say yes to the mystery ahead because in that mystery is an abundance, new life. This is why we can say that family is the first and foundational yes of society. 
Ultimately, saying yes to marriage is about living a life of offering. Marriage is a yes to your beloved, and you and your beloved saying yes to your family, and your family saying yes to the world. That's amazing and everything. Like, I just, I'm having trouble imagining bringing up a family just to give it away. I think that some families really, at their best they can live with that kind of purpose, that, that God can actually empower families to, to live for the life of the world. I, you know, Evan, you should check out, you should check out this family. This is a family that God has empowered to live for the life of the world. Dwight. Hey, Evan, what's going on? Well, I'm wrestling with the uh, family, love, marriage, manure, and everything in between today. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, tell me more, what do you mean? Chase this for me, will you? Wow, um, I'm on it. Great. Hey, later, my friend. All right, see you later. And so I set off on a great expedition to find this super family with their own business card. I wanted to know everything about them, who they were, what they did, how they lived, how do you pronounce their last name? Hmm. And after much searching, I found them. This was going to be one of my greatest expeditions ever. You break it right in half and you do Zweig Heisen. Which actually means quiet house, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, let's introduce you to the Zweigheisens. There's Ed, both the patriarch and architect, a patriarchitect. Melanie, an incredible teacher and a fantastic mother. Gabe, the oldest son and airsoft expert. Christian, middle child, cool, calm, remarkable lung capacity. And Greta, who wants to change the world along with her super special family. What if we were to answer, we don't think we are special? We're just a normal family. Well, I'd say we're normal as any other family in the world. Yeah. Um, with our own oddities, but special is probably, we're nothing special. Okay, so maybe they're not the super family I built them up to be, but they're still changing the world. So the question burning in my mind was... How? <laughs> one step at a time. This one step at a time philosophy goes a long way. We're just intentional. Anybody can do this. Anybody can do this. It's really just a slight shift of focus. So many times you can get doing so many things and you, you lose track of focus. Focus on the everyday things. Every little action that you take is reflecting the Heavenly Father in each of your choices. It's about cultivating virtues as a family and every day asking the question, are you intentional in living out loving, encouraging, blessing? Pause right here, because there's something about those three words that's very important. Let's go back. Further, further. Okay, stop. Right there. See it? A little closer. Boom. The family motto. Loving, encouraging, blessing. The key to it all. And that loving, encouraging, blessing is actually something that we can look to in every situation. These three words are the motivation behind each step that the family takes. And it's incorporating those ideas into all our actions as an individual, but then also as a family, to see if we can live that out. Mm -hmm. And that goes into the next generation and the next generation mm -hmm. again. 
So let's hear about this next generation and what they've done. Gabe hosted a water treading competition in the family pool to provide treadle pumps for people in Africa. Christian grew gourds and sold them to buy goats and other animals for families all across the world. And Greta started a walk which has helped bring awareness and clean water to those in the world who don't have it. I want to shape my family like this. They've taught us to be caring and loving. Well, for my dad, he's taught me how to be the man that I want to be. They've taught me how to tend to everyone's needs. It's a lot different than the American norm, but I like how close our family is. For me, the small picture and the big picture are all part of the same story. So what we do as a husband and wife and how we interact with our family mm -hmm. is a small picture. But at the same time, it is the big picture mm -hmm. because what you want to do is make sure that your small steps are playing a role in that larger story, in that bigger picture. You don't have to jump off and save the world all at right. once. It's not one of those things you don't have to move right. to a different country, you don't have to. That's why I would say we're a normal family because we're right here doing our part, remembering to just love, be encouraging, and be a blessing. Dear everybody, listen to the words of the gospel. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. What do we mean when we talk about family? Why do we treat family and marriage like it's a matter of rules and contractual relationships? Clearly, that is not the fullness of the gift. Family is the economy of love. It is the school of love. It is where we learn our true nature to be pointed outward as individuals, pointed outward toward others, and sometimes toward the other of a spouse. And as spouses, pointed outward towards children and family, and as families, pointed out to our communities. And as glorious a gift it is to be created, to need, and to spring from love, the grand mystery is that family is often so unromantic, so everyday, so humble. We learn our nature of love, not in grand gestures to save the world, but in the normal, everyday struggle to love, to encourage, to bless those beside us. In family, our character is formed and given to the world. And in doing this, we tend to the soil that is the foundation of all society. And this, this is generational work. And like soil, it's messy. That's cow manure. Remember, Jesus' family tree was wrought with liars and cheats, adulterers and idolaters. So wherever we find ourselves, whatever the mess our families are in, let us remember Christ who entered into that mess, into that exile, not to condemn it, but to bring life. So family is the first and foundational yes to society because it is the first and foundational yes to our nature, to pour ourselves out like Christ, to be gifts to love. So let us love in all the little ways that will bear fruit in the next generation. Let us be generous with life. Let us be generous with our families. Let us be generous with our yes. 
with our great let it be to God's plan for the life of the world. So let us start by saying, let it be. Yours, Evan.